Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The Bible says, be not deceived. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. All right, it's 4 p.m. on Wall Street. Do you know where your money is? Welcome to Financial Issues, where we align reality with truth. Conservative talk radio you can count on. Financial issues that you need to know. We face a disintegrating economy, a weakened defense, and an energy policy based on the sharing of scarcity. We will simply apply to government the common sense that we all use in our daily lives. Now, here's your host, Dan Celia. Welcome back to Financial Issues. I'm Dan Celia. It is great to be here on this Monday morning. And I uh, hope you are having a good week as we head up into Christmas. Boy, a lot of people not working today because I think the schools are still open here, but we had zero traffic coming in. It was crazy. It was great. Uh, it was really nice. I um, suspect a lot of people taking off this week and, and uh, partial next week where they have to use some vacation time. But I uh, sure appreciate you being with us. We've got a lot of economic news coming out this week. Some of it's uh, fairly important. Before I do that, I want to thank all of you. So many of you have come alongside us as, as uh, monthly soldiers, monthly contributors. Uh, you have gone and made that donation and uh, have made that monthly, and I so appreciate that. So thank you for that. We sure do appreciate it. Uh, some of you who... Um, you know, I always say that we, we sent out a, a, a newsletter, uh, not a newsletter, but an alert uh, kind of thing, a special message from me some time ago. It was back on uh, December 3rd, so just about two weeks ago. And um, so I always say it's, you know, it's the first time, by the way, it's the first time I've ever had a formal ask for money for our operations, for our day-to-day -day activities here. The only t other two times in 23 years I've asked for money is um, when we are building the studios. So uh, I, I uh, sent that out. And we sent out some additional letters this week. So we apologize if you've already gotten that. But so many people never opened the email, thousands, uh, which is pretty typical. So I guess we'll never do that again. We'll just uh, mail it out probably better. But <clears throat> we mailed out a few more of them. So anyway... I, uh, but I appreciate uh, those of you who have responded. Uh, we appreciate it. We are going to be, I've gotten a lot of emails from people asking me, please don't cut our station or you cutting this station. Because I mentioned that. I did mention that. We have not decided. I won't decide. Uh, we, we, I'll, I'll be honest with you. We've put a list together. But I'm not going to respond as to what that list is because maybe... Um, you know, we still have got two more weeks for the rest of the year. So we'll wait and see um, a little bit longer how it looks like it's going to shape up. Uh, certainly, we do know some definite stations that we are going to cut that we're going to, no matter, almost no matter what happens, we're going to need to cut. So we apologize for that. It is just the, it's just the way it is. We do that every year. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, try to be as best steward as we can with the money that we have been provided and that is part of it. Unfortunately, my goal is not to be um, on every station in the country. My goal is to be on whatever station that uh, the Lord would raise up. We're not out there trying to be on every station in every market. It's not something I care much about, to be honest with you. It makes a little difference to us. It does expand our reach, and we do help more people. But uh, when, the, when the people that we think we help and aren't responding, we assume we're not helping anybody. Maybe the station is not as good as uh, we were told it was or thought it was or whatever. So there's a lot of reasons for that. Somebody else asked me towards the end of this year, uh, I got a very unusual email and it listed all of these ministries. And it was a whole bunch of ministries. And it asked if I support any of these ministries personally. And if I 
uh, did, which ones were they? And uh, there, are there any that are bad on that list that we shouldn't respond? Respond. I don't usually respond to emails like that or questions like that, so I apologize. People have asked me on the line, hey, would you, on the phones, would you support, you know, this ministry? I, or do you support this ministry? I never reveal that because the next question will be, is why? So there may be a ministry that you absolutely love, but I don't support it or wouldn't support it, and I'm not going to tell anybody why. So, so, um, chances are it's probably not good. So, um, I would rather not say anything. So I don't respond to those. Uh, I have had a couple like that this year, but this one was an extensive list and it was a very long, uh, detailed thing. So I, I just say that to you. So you don't, um, um, you know, obviously the ministries, well, I would say all, but well, the ministries that, that uh, support us, financial issues, we support. The ministries that support us at financial issues that come alongside us um, are really supporting us uh, maybe mostly because of the marketing efforts that we give them. It doesn't mean that they're necessarily supporting the work that we do here over and above that. Um, and frankly, that's not usually the case. Uh, very few ministries, I don't, well, none, uh, so no other big ministries support this ministry. Uh, we do support a number of those, though. Our, I mean, our ministry actually supports a number of those, not just uh, me uh, personally or Yvonne and I personally. So, um, so that's a tough question. You know, your giving is between you and the Lord. It is very, very important. I will help you. I want you to give more. I got an incredibly encouraging email that I want to share with everybody, but I'm not going to do it because I haven't emailed him yet to ask him if it was okay. I wouldn't, wouldn't give his name anyway, but I still want to ask him if it's okay if I share it. So maybe tomorrow, but it was just such an amazing email and it really uh, was very encouraging. God always seems to give us these encouraging uh, thoughts and emails at a time we need it the most. And I sure do appreciate that. And I hope I'll share with that. I'll share with you that maybe tomorrow I have to uh, email this person and make sure that it's okay before I, before I do that. I mean, it kind of doesn't matter. Nobody really is going to ever know where it came from, but because the words were written so uh, special, I, you know, I just want to uh, let him know and ask him if it be okay. So, but we have gotten some wonderful things and I sure do appreciate it. I thank you for all the work that you are doing to try to keep us going and keep us on the air and moving forward. It is a blessing and we hope that we can continue to do that. All right, let's talk about some economic na- numbers that are coming out this week. This week's going to have a lot of focus on, ha- uh, on, on construction, on housing, although that is not the primary focus of this week, in my opinion. But we are getting uh, Home Builders Index coming out this morning at about uh, 10 o'clock. So we'll look for that. But Home Builder Index will be out this morning. We also get one of the manufacturing numbers for the month of December coming out. We get another one later in the week. Uh, the ISM number is coming out later in the week. This week, we get um, the Marquette's, Marquette's um, uh, service uh, manufacturing and services number. So that's going to be out at 945 Eastern time. So we'll look for that and see where it is, see if it stays in expansion mode. Hopefully it does. But we do get home, uh, home builder index coming out. We get housing starts coming out tomorrow, building permits coming out tomorrow. And on Thursday, we get existing home sales. So a lot of fairly important numbers. All of these numbers are going to be November numbers with the exception of the home builders index. That'll be a December number. Uh, that's sitting at about 70. Hopefully that will continue to be a very positive number. We also get a very important number, more important in my opinion, than all those housing numbers, and that's industrial production for the month of November. That is coming out. That is expected to be up 1.2%. If it is up 1-2%, that means it takes a 2% swing because it's down a tenth of 1% for the month of October. That would be a very significant move, a very significant swing. I hope that is the case. That'll be very positive for markets. Then on Friday, we get a third quarter revised GDP number. 
a third quarter revised GDP number. And by the way, they're expecting 2.2% from its last look of 2.1%. That would be great. We get personal income, consumer spending, and consumer sentiment numbers out on Friday, all very important numbers. So uh, we've got a lot of other things to talk about. Our phone line, 610-363-1110. Let me tell you why I am bullish on Dan Celia and the Ministry of Financial Issues. You know, somebody has said, if you're going to really impact the world, you need to influence the influencers. Well, in the same way, if you want to make an investment that lasts for eternity, you ought to invest in those who are investing for eternity. And that's what Dan does. He helps people know how to manage their resources so that they can maximize their giving to the kingdom of God. And I think the best investment any Christian can make would be to support a ministry like this, financial issues that will make a true impact on the kingdom of God. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Financial Issues, I'm Dan Celia. It's great to be here as we hit nine more days. Nine more days till Christmas. Well, um, so it sure has gone fast. Uh, Thanksgiving being late this year, uh, it sure has gone fast uh, moving into Christmas. And, of course, I hope everybody... I haven't heard any retail sales numbers, or at least any retail sales numbers recently about what this particular... Christmas season is doing. We did get a retail sales number of, um, you know, what was happening last week. 
in retail sales. And of course, as expected, uh, retail sales were up. Both uh, the general number of retail sales <clears throat> were up a half of 1%, and retail sales X autos was also up about a tenth of 1% over last look at four tenths of 1%, almost a half of 1%. But they were November numbers. We expected those to be up based on the numbers we saw for Black Friday and that weekend. So uh, we haven't seen uh, anything yet coming out for the month of December. So it'll be interesting. We'll see what that ends up looking like. Also, this is an important week, of course, uh, all the indices in positive territory right now based on some economic data and based primarily on the fact that it looks like we're getting a U.S.-China trade deal, or at least phase one. Hmm. We'll see. World stock markets today um, rose. Pretty much both the Asia markets uh, closed in positive territory. Not, not huge, but in positive territory. And the European markets are up. Uh, United States markets, U.S. markets are all up as well. So European stocks hit an all-time high on Monday. Seems to be an awful lot of positive sentiment in the Eurozone. Uh, I, I guess it's over the deal between uh, the U.S. and China. And they're saying that is keeping the momentum rolling after the rally last week that was spurred by Great Britain um, and the conservative election win there. Few other countries in the Eurozone could do with a conservative win. They could do with a win that was about their country first and not about some globalist agenda. I wonder if any of them will pick up on what has happened. By the way, our phone lines are open. 610-363-1110. You'll be the first call we take. 610-363-1110. Asia markets uh, muted, but mostly positive. This, um, after Friday's news that U.S.-China have agreed on a phase one trade deal. Now, U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthouser said yesterday that the deal is totally done absolutely. That is the quote. Is totally done absolutely. Adding that China's commitment to buy $40 billion of American farm products over the next two years. I don't know about that. Many investors are still looking to Asia and other parts of the world to get them to the next level in investment returns. If I were you, I would not do that. But again, there are a lot of investors that are doing that. There is no better market and there won't be any better market in 2020 than right here in the U.S. You can count on it, plan on it, and bank on it if you want. But there's not going to be a better market. I know there are a lot of people flocking now to the international stocks and particularly to Asia because they have been beaten up so much. So the theory being that they can't get any lower, uh, the news seems to be better. So therefore, uh, they're probably going to run up and they are likely to be the big runoff for 2020. Well, go ahead and chase them if you want. I wouldn't do it. Should we have a position? Sure, I'm okay with that. But I wouldn't be chasing with the majority of my money trying to get the ne next big win out of Asia or the Eurozone. I would suspect that you will be far better off by staying right here in the good old USA. But some of you will get drawn in to uh, the talking points coming out of mainstream media. Oil prices on Monday held near three months high, supported by last week's announcement that the initial trade dealer ha deal has been reached between the U.S. and China. Brent crude oil futures rose about 16 cents a barrel, while West Texas Intermediates up to $60.07 a bar barrel. That stayed pretty much unchanged, but the the hope is that we're going to see demand coming out of China um, back on track a little bit. U.S.-China reached this trade agreement. But look, there still are an awful lot of details that are unclear. I know what Lighthouser said. Oh, yeah, next two years, $40 billion of ag products. From what I can see, read, and hear, 
that the mathematics for that doesn't add up. I'm just saying. It's a great talking point. Sounds good. You know, it was 50 in one year. Now it's 40 in two years. The best I can come up with is six, is thir- uh, 32 over the next two years, 16 and 16. But we'll see. I mean, I'm sure there's detail that I'm not aware of. I hope. So progress is being made. That's good. A critical point of the deal remains in question. And again, that goes into those agricultural uh, products. Both companies are have held separate press conferences to talk with that on phase one. U.S. President Donald Trump said Chinese will buy $50 billion in agricultural purchases. He said pretty soon. Well, I don't know what pretty soon means. That's not really a date. But by all accounts, even Lighthouser's account, it's 40 over two years, and I suspect it's going to be less than that when it's all said and done. China's press conferences didn't talk about it. Uh, they did tell reporters afterwards that they are willing to buy at least $16 billion in goods in each of the next two years in agricultural goods. They didn't say soybean. They didn't say corn. They said agricultural goods. So by my math, 16 and 16 is 32. So I I don't see the 40. I don't know who's right in this, but since China is the one that's going to have to write the checks and place the orders, I think that... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. We might be leaning a little bit towards whatever numbers they're coming out with. An article noted that they could bring total purchases near $50 billion. That's total purchases, not just ag, but that's total purchases for 20 and 21. So that's over the next two years. So that would be total purchases of around $25 billion next year and $25, year, uh, $25 billion in 2021. In 2018, just to put things in perspective, China ranked in the top as, as one of the fifth top destinations for U.S. agricultural exports. And it was $9.2 billion. This was last year, 2018. Now, in 2017, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, it was... A lot more than that. As a matter of fact, in 2017, they were our number two agricultural destination. So you saw that dropped down, that declined dramatically in 2018. So I don't know. It's going to be hard to demand that, the, that uh, China uh, uh, take these kinds of products when they've already ratcheted that down considerably 
And look, you can't take more than you need. Just saying. Having said all that, I am not quite as confident as everybody else seems to be. So since I am so outnumbered in this, I will assume that I'm wrong and they're right. But I am not quite as confident as everybody else that this temporary truce that we seem to have uh, for 2020 tensions around trade with China is going to be uh, as good as everybody hopes it is. It is not a hard trust firm trade deal, and it won't be until it's signed by both parties. So I, I, I'm sorry, but being the old conservative stick in the mud that I am, I'm going to have to wait and uh, see it firsthand and then try to get see if we can get some meat um, on the bone there out of this deal, whatever that might be. All right, Full House uh, will vote on impeachment articles. This is happening this week. I think it's expected to happen on Wednesday. Lawmakers will approve either count, one of the counts, uh, that Mr. Trump becomes the third American president to be impeached. The matter would be moved to the Republican-controlled Senate if that happens. The impending vote has cast a lot of attention to those 31 House Democrats who represent districts that President Trump carried in 2016, and at least 10 of them, 10 of the 31, have already said they will back impeachment. So they will likely be out of a job, but they're going to back it. But it's interesting, out of the 31, Representative uh, Jeff Van Drew, he is out of New Jersey, has switched parties to the GOP. He has already moved over the weekend. He has declared he is a Republican now. Six of his staffers resigned yesterday. And um, he is a Democrat that has long opposed impeachment and has uh, planned to switch parties. And in fact, the way I understand it, officially he has and has lost some staffers as a result of it. Lawmakers are just hammering him this morning, as you can imagine. Democrats aren't real happy. They don't like smart people that can see the writing on the wall. Say, wait a minute, I got to rethink this. Democrats, they want to live or die by uh, their ideology. And I'm afraid that the House of Representatives will die by it. He's trying to salvage his job. You can't blame him for that. And he's going to go with a much more sensible approach. And he's going to switch parties. He's got a lot of guts for doing it. I uh, applaud him for that, if nothing else. We'll be right back when we get to phones right after this. If there's anything that is unique to this generation, it's that they want answers about the future. They want to know how to succeed in life. The, the young people that I meet on a daily basis, and I speak to thousands every year, they want to know how to do life. And so one of the strongest things I can recommend is that they learn how to manage their money and the resources God gives them. And there's no better thing they could do to learn how to manage their resources than to follow the writing, the wisdom of Dan Celia. I've known Dan for several years. He is one of the wisest people I know. And his website is financialissues.org. And I say to audiences everywhere, if you want to get up to speed, not only on the culture, the markets, but the markets and resources from God's perspective, get up to speed on the work of Dan Celia because he will help you do life. Around this time of year, we reflect upon how much our lives are enriched by connecting with our financial issues family from all around the world as we help each other make good, godly, and responsible decisions. With the things God has blessed us with, we would like to thank all of you for your support 
to our ministry and keeping us on the air as we continue to grow and expand our reach. I hope you take this season to cherish your loved ones and think of God's goodness in your life. We at Financial Issues would like to wish all of you a very Merry Christmas. may have doubts about healthcare sharing. I know we did. We studied literature about Samaritan Ministries, but we feared that it was just too risky. Instead, as our health insurance premiums went up each year, we would increase our deductible to reduce the premium. And then the inevitable happened. We had to use our insurance, and it was all out of pocket. And we finally took a leap of faith and joined Samaritan. Each month, we get to give to an actual person with a medical need. We pray for them and put them in the hands of the Lord for physical, emotional, and financial strength and healing. There's no way to fully express that pleasure and joy. During the first year we were members, we had a medical need, and it was all provided for. It is such a blessing to come alongside our brothers and sisters in Christ and share in each other's health care burdens. And there's such a peace and joy knowing that God is answering our prayers bringing healing and providing for our needs. Welcome back. Financial Issues. I'm Dan Seward. It's great to be here. All the indices in positive territory. The Dow's up 123 points. That's a half of 1%, a little less than a half of 1%. It's a pretty good move up. It's really uh, amazing to see that happening because one of the things I did want to point to you is, you know, the Dow's going to struggle a little bit uh, with Boeing, and I don't know if they would be um, Dow Jones Industrial Average. I don't know if they'd be ready to move Boeing out of the Dow. I don't know that that would be the right thing to do. Uh, but look, um, they are—they are—they can expect to see some continued drop uh, in their stock price. I mean, we don't own it. None of you own it uh, because it's not on my list. It hasn't been on my list in—I don't know—ten years, maybe longer. So it hasn't been on my bit, uh, list for quite quite some time. So I know that you don't own it. It's not a big deal, but it is a Dow component, and you know does impact uh, some other, uh, the component for sure. I wonder what the Dow would be. Uh, if it wasn't for uh, Boeing, but Boeing's going to not have such a good day because they've stopped production. Um, so, you know, it's one thing to slow production, which they did. They went from about 57 max, 737 maxes. Uh, they went from about 57 a month to down to 40, 48 or 46, something like that a month. Uh, so now they're, down to nothing because they have stopped. So I suspect they're going to be furloughing uh, employees for 60, 30 days, 60 days, whatever. Uh, maybe there are, some of them will certainly move to plants uh, uh, nearby, but nonetheless, uh, this, is going to, this is going to be put a real hurt, hurting on uh, Boeing, that is for sure, which will hurt the index. I would suspect that the shutdown is prolonged and it goes any longer than 60 days. I would suspect that Dow is going to have to re reconsider um, Boeing being a part of the Dow. And that would be another blow to the stock if they were to remove it. All right, 610-363-1110. Let me go to Mike. Mike's calling us from Arkansas. Hey, Mike. Hey, Dan. Um, I have about eight years toward retirement before I retire and I most of my money's in 401ks and say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Some of it I've been kind of sitting on the sidelines here from this year, and I'm wondering if you're recommending people to get in as high as the, the stock market is now or wait until later next year to be a well, little more aggressive. Well, I mean, if you wait until next year, you may never get in. I mean, you, you missed a great run-up this year. I'd hate to see you miss continued movement upward next year. Um, and because you have 8 to 10 years – uh, man, I wouldn't be getting out for anything. I mean, I, I would, you know, I mean, I, I, I would uh, continue, uh, continue your investments. And, you know, I, I don't know what your 401k looks like or what kind of investments it has in it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I would tell you that there's no reason not to be in, in the markets. It's at a high. It was at a high this time last year, and it was a high at uh, this time the year before last. Um, so will it reach another high? It definitely will. I don't know when, but it's always going to be reaching new 52 week highs, different, different stocks and mutual funds. But, um, yeah, I mean, trying to time it is, is an absolute nightmare. It never, never works. And if you're a long-term investor where, which you are, I would not be trying to time it. So you don't think there'll be some kind of uh, pullback? next year or from a partial uh, slowdown in the economy or the China trade not taking off or anything? Well, I mean, there could be, but I, I, that should be looked at as uh, a good thing for long-term investors because now whatever they're investing is is on sale. So their dollar cost averaging down automatically, especially 401k investors. Um, so, I mean, I, uh, there could be, I don't, I don't, uh, see that happening, but we live in a world of geopolitical events and U S China trade deal is not an analytic. It is a, it is a geopolitical event. Uh, could that, uh, continue to impact? I mean, I don't think a U.S. China trade deal could get any more volatile than it's been this year. And it meant nothing to our markets. Absolutely nothing. Um, so, um, if, if it happens next year again, which is certainly possible, uh, I don't know what the reality of that would be and what that would mean to U.S. stock prices since it's been about as volatile as it could be this year and it meant nothing. So I, I don't know that that's something that, that we ought to be concerned about. We could go into recession next month. I mean, that's always a possibility. But again, I wouldn't try to time it, um, or or you 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 may be out for a very very long time. Okay, thank you, Mike. All right, Mike, thank you. I appreciate it. Six ten three six three eleven ten, folks. Um, I, I just uh, no matter if you're if you're investing in your four hundred one k, and you're and you're time, getting out and stopping. It broke my heart in two thousand and eight when people said they stopped with their 401k. I mean, it was just crazy. And what they lost out on was tens of thousands of dollars uh, over the next 10 years. So um, it, it, if you're a long-term, listen, if you're, if you're retiring next year and you're going to need that money to live off, different story. 
then you sh whether the market is really, really good or whether it could be bad, it's irrelevant. You've got to take a much more conservative approach because you're, you're falling into that preservation mode. But if you're still accumulating, man, you got to keep putting money in and not worry about the ups and downs because that's the beauty of putting money in every payday. You're buying some shares high, you're buying some shares low. Statistically, over the last 128 years, when if you had done that, you would have been far better off with lower share prices than you would have been had you done it one time a year. So when, you know, the, the risk right now, I would think that, um, you know, there are a lot of people that have missed out on a incredible opportunity. And so most people are thinking the opposite. They're saying, I missed out. I got to get back in. But if you're still waiting for an opportunity again, will it come? Yes, it will. But it might not be for eight years or it might be for two years in two years. It may be next month, but, um, there are no billionaire market timers on Wall Street. They don't exist because it's a really hard thing to do. I would say that it's impossible. 610-363-1110. Let me go to Sandy in Texas. Hi, Sandy. And um, I have a question. Um, I divested all my money out of the market uh, to get out of the non-biblical investments um, and I was going to join after the first of the year. I have about 450000 Can you tell me like to to be able just to, you know, to invest some of that now before I, you know, spend the time to learn the program and all? Um, where can I put some of that money in the Timothy or the Israel funds now to get it started? Well, uh, how are are you retired or getting ready to retire? No, I'm, I just turned sixty, but my uh, my income is ca kind of low with what I actually bring in. Uh, most of my money came from after a divorce, uh, so um, so I, I don't necessarily invest more in the market, but mm -hmm. just have that that amount, but. Um, but yeah, I just turned 60, so I still have some years to work. So I, you know, I would, um, I, I, anything I tell you now may be counter to the asset allocation model that you start developing next year. But I, I'll tell you what you should do right now. Um, you know, I would get your account open. Where, where is all your money being held? TD Ameritrade. Okay. So, and is it an IRA account? Uh-huh. Okay. So <clears throat> I think that, you know, so most of that money sitting in a money market account, I suspect at TD Ameritrade. And um, I, I would probably look at for, for you, when you start looking at the asset allocation model, I would look at probably the 65 into retirement model. Um, but I would take that money and I, I, whenever you get started, so let's say you're going to start next year, I don't see any sense of urgency to get started you know, for the next two weeks. I don't think it's going to make any difference in the grand scheme of things. So um, I, I would just wait until you have that asset allocation model, uh, whenever that might be. And when, whenever you partner, you see that. And then I would divide your money probably by six. And then every month I would get one sixth of it to work in that asset allocation model for your, your age group. And I would, I would start rotating. So once a month at the same time, every month, I would just put one sixth of that money uh, and begin to gradually start filling out that asset allocation model that is there. And I think that would be your best, best way to start, whether you do it today or a month from now, but that would be your best way to start. 
Okay, great. All right, thanks, Dan. All right, Sandy, you. thank Merry you. Christmas. Uh, 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 Merry Christmas to you. 610-363-1110. We have a line open, 610-363-1110. We'll be back right after this. And then I heard Dan Celia on the radio and learned more about his biblically responsible investing strategy. After hearing the details, I wanted to know more about my investments. So I called my advisor and asked to take a close look at my portfolio. I saw that my investments were full of companies that were supporting things that would dishonor God. So I made a change. Now I'm investing on my own within my self-directed IRA and I'm 100% biblically responsible. All my investments are honoring God. I'm not investing in any company that participates in things like abortion, gambling, or pornography. I feel empowered, confident that I'm honoring God with the money that He's blessed me with. Think about it. Wouldn't our Lord and Savior be a biblically responsible investor? and recommendations expressed by Dan are his own and do not necessarily represent the opinions of this station or any of the show's sponsors. Welcome back. Financial Issues 610-363-1110. Boy, we've got a full board. It looks like we're going to stay that way. So we'll stay on the phones, try to get as many answered as we can. Let me go to Jay. Jay's calling us from West Virginia. Hey, Jay. Hey, Dan. Uh, first of all, just praise God for your ministry uh, every day. And I just know that you're you're covered in prayer and uh, mm. thank you uh, as well for uh, for just keeping Mission Preborn out there. Um, it's just like it, it's uh, because of you. It's become uh, and the Holy Spirit. It's become a passion uh, of mine, mm. and uh, appreciate that. So that's great. So thank, thank you, you Jay. For, for, for that. Um, my question is: uh, I'm, a, I'm a partner. I'm a, uh, about a year from retirement. Uh, I have 280000 in an individual account. Uh, I have um, about 230000 in a traditional IRA. Um, neither of those do I contribute to anymore. That IRA is from a previous employer. Uh, and they are in a brokerage account um, with, a, with a traditional uh, manager. Okay. I also have my PSP that's 80000 $80, and I've got a Roth with 23000 in it. Um, I've been moving everything. Well, not everything. I'm about two-thirds income um, heavy. You know, that's, that's what I'm looking for, you know, uh, as we enter this season. Yeah. Um, my question is, and I know you've addressed this before, but uh, I, just, I, 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 I just forget. Okay. When I begin to take funds from, from these accounts for my retirement, uh, which will be in, uh, next year, uh, do I, I start with my traditional IRA? Is that correct? Correct. Okay, that's 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 what I thought. That's yeah, what I thought. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, ideally, Jay, an ideal situation, which isn't going to happen because it's too much money, but ideally, it would be great if by the time you're seventy and a half, you don't have any money in there, that it's all either moved over into your Roth, or it's moved over into your investment account. But, you know, definitely for all of your needs or spending or all of that, move, use the traditional money first 
that would include the TSP, assuming the TSP is, um, is traditional. But yeah, I mean, you will have to pay tax on that money. Keep that in mind. So, but yeah, that's the money I, I think you ought to use first. Perfect. Okay. Well, thank you so much, and you have a blessed day. I will. Thank you, Jay. I appreciate your call, and God bless. Merry yes, Christmas. Sir. I appreciate your ministry. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Let me go to uh, Bill in Virginia. Hey, Bill. Hey, how you doing, Dan? Good. Uh, got a quick question for you. All right. Uh, high dividend ETF by Timothy. How does that work? Do they actually forward you a dividend when it makes it? Yeah, I mean, so so it'll go into like all your dividends, any kind of dividend stocks. It'll just automatically go into your money market account at your brokerage. Now you can tell your brokerage that you would like it sent to you, and they'll send them to you uh, as they're distributed. You can you can tell them that. But what it generally does is it goes into your um, uh, money market account and just accumulates in there and then you can use that as as you see fit thanks yeah that's how it works all right thank you all right bill god bless let me go to uh david david in florida hey david merry christmas merry christmas to you thank you um on, on my asset allocation uh, model there uh when i'm putting all my stocks in you don't have a category for just paper silver, which I have from before I met you. How would I list that in there? List it as cash. So whatever the value of it is, um, you know, listed as, so let's say the value of it is, um, you know, $7,340. So I would put in there in your, your cash. If you look on my buy list, there's a symbol you can use for cash. It's the very first thing on the buy list and it explains how to do it too in the comments or in the uh, notes section of that stock, that mutual fund. Not the, the, you're not going to use the mutual fund. You're just using it for the purposes of the tracker. Uh, you put that in there and you would put $1 per share at 7,340 shares, and then it'll calculate it out. Now, as it changes, you're going to have to, you, you know, you're going to have to change the amount of shares you have up or down so that you can keep track of it. Does okay. It now, I already use um, that one cash like that for my, my uh, money, for the, uh, what's in the money market part right. of it, uh, because, uh, my 401k doesn't give us a stock symbol or anything for that. So I use that to so just add it to that. Either add it to that or put it in, put it in again. Like put a separate okay. line in with the same, the same symbol and everything. Okay. And All keep right. it separate. That. that way you know that's the silver, the paper All silver. Right. You know what I mean? I understand. Okay. Thank, Great. thank you very Thanks. much. Thank you, David. I appreciate it. Have a blessed it. holiday. Thank you so much. God bless. 610-363-1110. Uh, lines are open. 610-363-1110. Let me go to Ron in Ohio. Hey, Ron. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Uh, I've frequent caller. Or I've called numerous times in the past. I just always have some kind of question. <laughs> uh, uh, previously, I was with Scott Trade, and then they became TD Ameritrade or were purchased by them. Yes. And now TD's been purchased by Charles Schwab, I believe. Yes. Does, does that, should that cause me any concerns? No. I mean, it really shouldn't. Nothing's going to change. Um, I think the platform eventually is going to change Char uh, to more of a Charles Schwab kind of platform, the trading platform that you use, uh, you're going to see some subtle changes in that, I suspect. Um, but other than that, you know, there's no reason to move. I would expect, though, that Charles Schwab is going to, is, is going to influence TD Ameritrade, well, it's not going to influence. It is going to be Charles Schwab's ideology. Um, so I would suspect that uh, they may not 
I don't know this for certain, but they may not allow you to purchase certain funds from Timothy. Uh, they don't like Timothy. They um, are, they will never have the Israel fund. It's just not politically correct enough for Charles Schwab. So there could be some changes in that regard. Um, whether that's a reason to move or not, you know, I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave it up to you. If you already own those things, then it's not going to make any difference because if you already own the, let's say you already own the Israel fund because you wanted to have a little position in that and now it becomes Charles Schwab, they're not going to make you sell that or move that or uh, anything like that and they'll allow you to add to it uh, in all likelihood. So it's not going to change anything that you currently have. So is there a, other brokers that, uh, don't have that uh, political leaning? E-Trade. E-Trade. Um, um, interactive Brokers is another one. Um, they're a little smaller than E-Trade, but they're very good. Uh, they're another one. But, you know, we're running out of brokers with these mergers. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is going to be, we're going to be down two brokerages, um, Scott Trade now and, and TD Ameritrade. So we're, we're running low on discount brokerages. Uh, Fidelity uh, is, a, is a good one, fidelity.com. Also, Vanguard has a brokerage side to their business. The difference between Vanguard and Fidelity, Vanguard doesn't like it. Fidelity's okay with it. Vanguard only has it because it's a necessary evil so they can sell ETFs. Is the only really reason they have it, but you can trade in Vanguard um, uh, brokers. They just don't um, uh, pay a lot of attention to it, like a Fidelity would or some others. So, um, but Fidelity is is another good one. Fidelity has all, been always. I would say that Fidelity was probably the first one to embrace Timothy. Okay. Do you have time for another sure. question? Sure. Yeah. Um, I got about a third of. Uh, my funds, I'm retired and 60s will be 67, uh, but I have about a third of it in and TD um, set up kind of per year investment pattern. And then the other two thirds I've uh, um, invested through a, a investor uh -huh. or a, a financial advisor. Right. And I talked to you once a long time ago about Boya, and you said, well, you know, I don't know about them as far as uh, biblically responsible. But So I told him that. I said, I don't want to, you know, I'll go with that, but I don't want to invest with anything. So they went back, and they looked around, and they came back with Calvert, you know. Yeah, as, Calvert and, funds. Yeah, they're not, they're not biblically responsible. They're not either? No, none of their funds are. Uh, Voya is not biblically responsible. They could care less about biblically responsible. But, um, you know, they're, they're a Denmark company. They're, they're a, you know, a, a European co company. They, you know, but, uh, yeah, uh, Calvert or not, um, sorry to say. Um, so, uh, but, you know, the, the, they should, well, do you have any individual stocks in that account or is it all mutual funds? Well, it uh, looks like they're all mutual. Yeah, I mean, okay. Now, that's not the same as ETFs, right? Yeah, th so th if they can't sell individual stocks, that's why I asked the question. Uh, they, can't do, they can't do ETFs either. So they, okay. they might do, not do that. That's what I would recommend you do, but they might not be able to do that in there. You can ask them, but they probably okay. won't do them because they can't make any money off. Them. But you can ask them. Okay, well, appreciate your input and your, all the work, effort you give us each year. Well, thank you. I appreciate you saying that, Ron. God okay, bless. Thanks. We'll talk to you again soon. Have a you Merry too. Christmas. You too. Yep. All right, folks, we'll be right back. We're coming on the close of this hour, but we've got another two hours left. Stay with us. Financial Issues, we'll be back after this. If we ever forget that we're one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under. Thank you for joining us. This has been an FISM production.
door listening to this program. I like to learn about money management, and Dan explains things so well. Thank you. Dan, you are one person that takes questions and takes the time to answer them to the best of your knowledge. Being a partner is the best gift I gave myself and my family. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.